welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself. I'm your host, Jake Letizia, and this is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. How's it going? How are you doing? Hope your day is going well. Hope whenever you're listening to this, you're having a fucking awesome, dope day. Hope you got some nice, delicious food in your fucking stomach. Hope you just treated yourself to the most disgusting but delicious meal you've ever had in your life. The meal that comes around during the week where you're like, you know what, fuck it, I'll get that. Might not be good for my caloric intake, might not be good for the diet I just started, but it's good for the soul and it's good for my happiness. That's what I hope, dude. That This week, that's what I hope. I hope you're munching on some McDonald's. I hope you're snacking on some Taco Bell. I hope you're shoving Chick-fil-A down your throat while you're listening to this right now. I hope you're hearing my stupid voice while you're enjoying some fucking food that maybe you shouldn't be eating, but it feels goddamn good on your taste buds. It feels good mushing around your jaw, and you can't wait to swallow it and then regret it later when you shit out of your fucking ass like a volcano. I hope that's what's happening. Do you, by the way, do you, that's not, here's the thing. People act as though it's a universal truth. It's a universal thought that you, you shit like crazy if you eat certain things. And that's not true, man. People always talk about Taco Bell. If you eat Taco Bell, you're going to shit chaos out of your asshole. It's going to be chaos in your toilet bowl if you eat Taco Bell. It's just going to be an explosion of flavor that you don't want to smell. Do you know what I'm saying? And yet, I've had Taco Bell three times within the past two weeks, and my shits have never been more solid in my entire life. If you're new to the podcast and you're like, wait a second, uh, two minutes in, he's just talking about shit. Is this what this is about? Sometimes, dude. (laughs) Sometimes you got to start off with some fucking thick shit talk. But I'm telling you, my shits have been pretty solid. And also when I eat Chipotle, there was that whole episode of South Park where there there was a device called a Chipotle where it was a diaper that you would wear so that when you eat Chipotle, you could just shit in the diaper because it was it, it is a known fact that you're going to fucking sh- have, you're going to wreak havoc in your downstairs if you eat Chipotle. But Chipotle is so good that you're going to eat an, it anyway. So in this episode of South Park, it was like, buy Chipotle because you're going to fucking eat it anyway. So might as well just shit in a diaper and enjoy yourself. If that's the case, I mean, listen, South Park, it was funny that they said that and it was clever and smart because that's also true. Like this kind of food, it's what I'm talking about three seconds ago. It's the food that you know you shouldn't get for whatever reason, but you still get it because it's so fucking good. So if it, so if Chipotle, if Chipotle or Chipotle or Chipotle or whatever you want to fucking call it, or Taco Bell gave me the shits, gave me the runs, I would just wear a diaper to make it easier on my life. (laughs) Okay, I'd rather wear a diaper than stop eating the delicious nacho fries. Okay? But I don't. I don't don't have that reaction to fast food. Don't know why. I have that reaction to uh, Guinness. (laughs) 
To Guinness, dude, my shit becomes tar. It becomes disgusting, diarrhea-like tar. And that, I think, is universal. That I won't budge on. It's funny because with food, people are like, yo, when you eat Taco Bell, you have diarrhea. And I'm like, I don't. And they're like, that's not possible. And I'm like, it is. I don't have it. I get solid, thick shits when I eat two things of nacho fries. Okay, bro? When I have a fucking five-layer beef bean taco or, or burrito or whatever the fuck it's called. Five-layer beef bean sour cream cheese gonna give me diarrhea except it doesn't burrito when I have that. I don't... It's a fucking clean shit, dude. It's a little muddy maybe, but it's it's fine. But it's funny because I'll get annoyed at somebody assuming my bowel movement, but... I have assumed other people's bowel movements when it came to Guinness. My friend's girlfriend was like, oh, yeah, I drink a ton of Guinness. We were at a bar years ago, and I was like, forgive me if I already told you this story, but I was like, she was like, oh, you're drinking Guinness? I go, oh, yeah, I drink way too much of it. She goes, oh, me too. I I drink so much of it. I go, oh, well, then you know how terrible it can be the next day. And she's like, oh, yeah. Wait, what do you mean? I go, well, you know, fucking your shit is tar. And she goes, what? That's never happened to me. And I was like, yes, it has, dude. I go, you must not be drinking Guinness then. And she was like, no, dude. What do you mean? I I don't have shits like that. I go, nah, dude, you do. You do or you don't drink Guinness. You're either lying to me about the Guinness or you don't drink it, dude. Because if you're drinking Guinness, you're having fucking, it looks like there will be blood is happening in your asshole. That's what it looks like. It looks like they just found the pipeline and Daniel Plainview is smiling ear to ear. That's what it looks like when you're shitting after drinking Guinness. Okay? It Your toilet bowl looks like Daniel Day-Lewis is about to come in and shove his head into the bowl and sniff and go, There's an ocean of oil in your asshole! Nobody can get at it except for me! There's a whole ocean of oil in your fucking ass crack. And nobody can get to it except me. Do you understand? Do you understand? <laughs> if you've never seen There Will Be Blood, it's about a, an oil man. So go watch the movie if you don't get that reference. Me and my son, H.W., and I are going to create a pipeline. It's going to go all the way into your asshole. And then it's going to go across the room. Drainage, Eli. Do you understand? We got drainage from Jake's asshole. And we siphoned all the tar and oil we could from his Guinness shits. Do you understand? You get nothing, Eli. You get nothing, Eli. You're an afterbirth. We've made millions off of Jake's tar-like, oily Guinness shits. You're an afterbirth, Eli, you televangelist fuck. If you haven't seen There Will Be Blood, you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. But that's not my fault, dude. You gotta go see There Will Be Blood. You gotta go see it. Anyway. Maybe I was gaslighting her. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I guess I was. On a minor, in a minor way. Gaslighting her a little bit. Was I? I don't know. Dude, the term gaslighting is, uh... I think a legit one, but I... I thought I knew what it meant, but then I was telling somebody about how I was gaslit in a, in a, 
does gaslighting have to do with the severity of it? I'm confused by. It. I don't know what does it have to be your partner, like who you're dating, like how does it work? Because when I've heard people say it and describe their scenarios with it, I'm like, oh, for sure, that sounds legit. But then when I've told my scenario with it, people have told me, nah, dude, that's not gaslighting. And then I'm like, well, then I something's being lost in translation here. I might be a dumb fuck then. Right? I mean, I'm making a joke with the Guinness shits. I don't think I was gaslighting her because I was mostly joking. I was mostly just being like, hey, man, you shit tar after a Guinness what are you talking about? It was more of like a joking. I, b- I believe that she didn't shit like that. Is it unbelievable? Yes. But it's also unbelievable that I don't have diarrheas after Taco Bell. And yet I don't. So here we go. So sometimes the truth is unbelievable. I believe her. And I hope you believe me. But the gaslighting thing. So I was dating somebody. I was talking to a friend of mine. A close friend of mine. And I was telling her about how I dated somebody one time and she gas, I, I believe she was, she gaslit me. And I looked up the definition of gaslighting and I heard a bunch of people talking about their experiences with it. And I was like, oh, I think I have a handle on it. And I looked up what gaslighting means. And the definition is, I wrote it down, uh, to manipulate by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. So to manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. Okay, I was dating someone where the entire... I literally have... I remember constantly being in a state of, am I out of my mind? Am I insane? And I Am I acting... I've, I've been in two relationships like that, where I, I constantly was like, am I insane? Am I wrong? Am I the... Am I... Because the person I was with kept making it seem like the genuine thoughts I was having were bullshit. So to me, that that sounds like the definition of that word. That sounds like gaslighting. I'll give you an example. One of the people I was dating, uh, she she would she had a friend who was who I thought was into her. Right now, this was a young relationship, so I definitely didn't handle myself in the best way in this relationship. I fucking sucked in this relationship, okay. But it doesn't mean that there wasn't a mutual suckiness. <laughs> but I definitely, I definitely, there was a guy that she would hang out with, and I was a young fucking idiot, and this was my first ever long term girlfriend who I was deeply in love with. So I thought you were supposed to be like protective, right? Learned after that relationship, learned throughout the rest of my life. No, dude, chill. If somebody wants to hang out with somebody and they're friends, it's chill. So she had this friend, but the friend definitely seemed to have a crush on her, right? And now I would handle it by being like, oh, you're hanging out with whatever. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, all right, chill. And then if she asked me, or if it became apparent to me in a weird way that the guy liked her, I'm like, oh man, I think he likes you. That's what I would do now. Oh, I think he likes you. And then if the person was like, oh, you think so? I think it's a good relationship because there's no argument. There's no, I'm not trying to, you know, sometimes when someone is hanging out with a friend and you think that that friend likes them. And if you bring it up, you can bring it up in a shitty way where it makes it seem like 
you're mad at them for hanging out with the friend. But that's not what you want to do. You just want to bring up, oh, I think that guy might like you. And the reason why you're bringing that up is because you wonder if she notices it too because because that's important. If some if you're if you're dating someone who's hanging out with somebody who has a crush on them and they also have a crush on them, that might be a discussion you want to have. If you're monogamous, you might want to have a discussion of like, well, why are you do you have feelings for him? Like if you could have a normal conversation about that. But when I was a young kid and I was in this relationship with her, I was more like this. I was more like, "Yo, I, he likes you." <laughs> you know he likes you, right? Like I was saying it like she's dumb. You know what I'm saying? I was saying it like I'm presuming that she doesn't know about it or that she does know about it and she's keeping it from me. I made it seem like she was a bad like she did something wrong. So I wasn't the best in this relationship either. But then her response was, "No, no, he doesn't like me. That's you you don't know what you're talking. He doesn't like me at all. That's fucking nuts that you would say that." And we would argue about it and then we would get to the point where I would be like, oh, I'm sorry. He probably doesn't like you. She goes, yeah, he doesn't like me. That's crazy. That's crazy that you would say that. That's crazy that you would say that. That's insane that you would think that. So then she started hanging out with this kid more and more. And then I started to think that she liked him. And then I brought up to her that I think she likes him. Probably, again, in a sh- not a good way. Probably like, you fucking what? I think you like him. What, do you like him? Why are you hanging out all the time? And she was like, I don't like him like that. We're friends. We're just friends. You're fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy. We're just friends. Okay? She kept doing that. Now, we broke up for whatever reasons. I mean, we were like together. Then we broke up. Then we got back together. It was a whole thing. But we've been... I would consider us... I mean, we're not close friends. But I, th- I would consider us friends. We're friendly. We're not... No, no ill will towards each other anymore. But we we talked to each other once, and she told me how she did have a crush on that kid, <laughs> how she did like that kid, and how he liked her. <laughs> so to me, I was like, "Oh, dude, that's gaslighting, isn't it?" She made me feel like I was a psychopath for ever bringing it up, like I was a fucking piece of shit psycho for even wondering that or asking about it. Is the, isn't that gaslighting? I was made to feel insane. Maybe it's not. Anyway, I was telling a friend of mine about this situation, and she was like, no, that's not gaslighting. That's not really gaslighting. And I was like, well, why isn't that gaslighting? She's like, well, it just isn't. That's not really what it is. Like, it's real. It's more like a, when a man does it to a woman in a way to make her to get, to, to get her to, like, do certain things or... And I was like, yeah, but isn't it, like, manipulation that makes, like, isn't it when a, a partner makes you feel insane? By like saying what you, and she's like, well, no, yeah, but it's like when a man says it to a woman and, and, and and he makes her feel like, like everything she does doesn't make any sense. And like she may, he makes her feel crazy and insane. I go, yeah, but I felt crazy and insane. (laughs) She lied to me over and over again and made it seem like I was insane. But what I was saying was completely true. And she's like, yeah, but that's not gaslighting. And I was like, dude, are you gaslighting me about the fucking definition of gaslighting, dude? Are you gaslighting me about the time I was gaslit? What the fuck is going on right now? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I guess I can't be the judge of that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need outsider info on that. I'm going to need uh, other people to tell me what's up with that. But yeah, I don't know. 
It's definitely not a good thing, gaslighting. Whether I was gaslit or not, that was not good. I mean, but it did teach me a valuable lesson, which I think I may have talked about on here already. But it taught me to, uh, you know, and here's the thing that makes me think it's gaslighting. Because in a different relationship, while, yes, I'll agree, I'll, I will say I handled it very differently. In a different relationship, because that's just going to be a thing. If you're dating somebody who's cute as shit and who's awesome as fuck, there's going to be other guys who like them, right? Now, when you're fucking 17, 18 years old in a relationship for the first time, you're going to, you're around your parents a lot and other young fucking idiots who, who think they know what they're doing. You're going to take the wrong cues. Okay, you're like you've seen way too many movies where the dude was like, stay away from my girl. And you think that that's what you're supposed to do when it isn't what you're supposed to do at all. You got to act more in your gut and like a human. You can't you can't look at it as like my girlfriend. You got to understand that the person you're dating is is the the reason why you're dating her is the same reason why a lot of other people would want to date her. So there's going to be other people who like her and 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 that's just a part of dating somebody. And you shouldn't be upset if somebody likes the person. You should just you should be like, "Oh, yeah, you should be confident enough in yourself that you're with somebody who's loyal to you and you're loyal to them and that's it." You know? You shouldn't be jealousy is 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 birth from insecurity if you're jealous of of your girlfriend hanging out with somebody else that means there's a distrust in your relationship that's the real problem at least that's my opinion anyway in this future relationship uh or not future past now but in a different relationship same kind of thing was happening where i was dating somebody who guys kept hitting her up or messaging her or whatever and i didn't i was just like oh well, I know she likes me and I like her and it's whatever. And if she asks me my opinion on it, I'll tell her. So one of these instances was a guy hit her up on Facebook who she, who, who she hadn't talked to in a long time. It was like, oh my God, what's up? How you doing? It's so good to talk to you. And she goes, oh my God, it's so good to talk to you too. Yeah. And she told me about it. And I was like, oh, that's great, man. I'm excited for you. And then she goes, yeah, dude, I'm excited to have just like a friend, like a like a cuz I liked that I liked that dude as a as a person and I'm excited to have him as my friend. I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, cool." And in my head already I'm like, "It's strange. It is strange, dude." But you, I don't I'm not going to The thing is don't assume the worst, okay? Because 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 I've been a person who's messaged someone out of nowhere on Facebook because I'm like, oh, that person's cute. Uh, like, I'm sliding into the DMs via Facebook. I've been a person, but I'm terrible at it. So I like it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not overt enough to for anyone to even know that I'm trying to like hit on them. It's more like I'm saying what's up, and the person. I'm probably. I've probably been that guy where I'm interested in somebody and I message them, and they see it just as like, oh, no, I just had a conversation with that dude, rather than what I thought it was, which is like, I'm trying to. I want to date you. You know what I'm saying? Stupid shit. But. So I'm looking at this guy and I'm understanding like, oh, I, he, I'm understanding from my perspective of like, oh, he might be trying to date her, but he also might be looking for a friend. Cause I've also been a person hitting up to man or woman 
uh, years later on Facebook or on Instagram, or whatever, being like, what's up, man? You want to hang out? And I'm, I'm told it's totally platonic. So I don't know. So I'm not going to place any judgment, but in my mind, I'm thinking he might like her. So she's just like, I'm excited to have a friend. I go, that's great. That's all I do. Next thing you know, he's like, I'm going to a wedding. Do you want to be my date? Do you want to go on a date with me to my, this wedding? And then she texted me about that. was like, oh my God, can you fucking believe this? And she's like, I thought he was just trying to be my friend. And I was like, yeah, man, that's a bummer. And then another instance happened at a different time where a guy was flirting with her. And I was like, she's like, do you think that guy was flirting with me? I was like, yeah, I do think he was flirting with you. But that's the thing. It was a very communicative, upfront, clear cut. When things were happening that she thought were like maybe strange, she would bring it up to me and go, do you think this is maybe strange? We were talking, bro. If I was talking to a girl and she thought the girl was flirting with me, she would tell me. And it was never like a, it was never like a fuck you, how dare you flirt with that person type of thing. It was more of a like, just checking in kind of a thing. I don't know. Maybe some people will listen to that being like, that's weird. I think it was very normal and chill. But what I'm saying it was, what I'm saying is the reason why that old relationship made me think it was gaslighting is because in that new one, the way we handled things seemed similar to the old way that things were handled, but just in a fucking much better way. Like in that old relationship, while granted, I might've came off like, Hey, what dude, that guy likes you. Um, she immediately was like, there's no evidence of that. There's no way of that. Like immediately I was crazy instead of in that scenario where it's like, Oh, I think that guy might like you. And she goes, Oh really? Do you think so? And then she was, and then she would decide for herself as well. There was no deciding in the first relationship. There was just like, no, you're crazy. Get the fuck out of here. But again, I do think it was a two-way street. I think I was gaslit, but I think I was also a bit of an asshole. So I think she defensively was like, shut up, fuckface. <laughs> my tone of voice caused a gaslit chain reaction. That's what I think happened. I think my tone of voice caused a gaslighting to happen. Um, So fix your tone of voice, but also don't gaslight. You know what I'm saying? Be communicative, communicative dude. Shit like that also comes heavily down to are you, what are the rules in your relationship? Because when people are dating, they assume shit instead of making shit clear. And that always fucks you up. You can't do that. If you're in a relationship and you have certain boundaries, you have certain rules, you need to lay them out. Because when things aren't laid out, when there are no rules going into a relationship... People are going to step over the line because they don't know what the line is. You know, I've dated people. I always try and make it very clear when I date people. For me, what happens is I start dating someone. If we don't talk about being exclusive, if there's no conversation of like, we should be exclusive, then we're not. Then we aren't exclusive. And I'm not even saying that as a person of like, yo, we're not exclusive because I'm fucking everybody. Usually when I start seeing someone, whether we're exclusive or not, if I like the person, I'm just hanging out with them. I'm not juggling five different fucking people, four of which I don't like and one of which I like a lot. Why, dude? If I meet someone I like, the four go away. I don't, uh, yeah. And then after a little bit, if I really like the person and I, and, 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 it, and I start to think like, well, I would like to just be me and her, you bring that up. And it, and if and if at that point she's like okay let's be monogamous, 
but she's like, well, I did like see people while we were seeing each other in the beginning. You don't get you that like, that's fair game. That's chill. I've seen people who in relationship who weren't in a relationship yet. They were just dating. They hadn't talked about being exclusive. Then when they became exclusive, the guy will ask the girl like, well, have you seen anybody while we've been dating? And the person's like, well, yeah, we weren't exclusive. And that guy is like, oh, you fuck. What the fuck? You fucked other people. And it's like, yeah, dude, you didn't say shit. Okay. Now, there's nothing wrong with being disappointed. Maybe. I mean, maybe in your ideal heart of hearts, it would have been nice. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse me. I just coughed. Um, I mean, in the relationship that I was in, that I was just talking about the, with the good communicative one. There was a period where we were we were exclusive. We were not exclusive. We were just dating for like six months, and I was. And then when we finally had the conversation, I was nervous that she had seen other people, because at that point I liked her enough where it would have stunk if she had seen other people, right? But I went. I asked her. I I asked her going into it knowing well if she had seen other people while we were dating that's totally fair and I have no right to be upset at her about it. I might be just a little disappointed because it's like, oh, it would have been nicer. It would have been nice if it was just like we liked each other enough where we both just weren't doing that without even saying it. But if she had seen other people, I wouldn't have been like, well, now fuck you. I would have been like, okay, well, now I want to be exclusive if you want to be exclusive too. And if she said yes, hell yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? What I'm saying is you can't get mad at people for breaking the rules they didn't know existed. No one's a fucking mind reader. If you like somebody a week in, you go, hey, bro, let's just be me and you. Let's just exclusive it up. Okay? If you know that it's going to bother you a month in, if he had f- if he had sex with anybody else besides you, you got to let him know that. Okay? You got to let her know that. Then the person can decide, well, do I like this person enough to not fuck anyone else? And if their answer is no, they'll go bye-bye. But if their answer is yes, they won't fuck anyone else and they'll just fuck you and you'll be happy and they'll be happy because they both know the rules and they followed them to a T, bro. You got to set up the rules. You got to set up the boundaries. And you got to know your boundaries, dude. I don't want to hear any more of this. I'm in an open relationship. And then I go, is that what you wanted? And they're like, well, I guess. No, you don't guess. Well, I guess. Well, I guess means no, I want it to be exclusive. But he or she fucking really was basically going to break up with me unless we weren't. Hey, man. Gather your self-respect and tell that person to fuck off. If you're dating somebody and they're like, we got to be open. And you're like, well, I want to be monogamous. Then that's it. That's it right there, dude. That's it right. That's enough of a difference of opinion where you probably, it's not going to work out. If she likes fucking a lot of people and he likes fucking just you, it's not going to work out. <laughs> okay? Swap any gender into the scenario. It's not going to... It's a difference of lifestyle choice. It's not going to work out. Oh, fuck. 
Uh, the timer went off at some point. Uh, I'll be back in a sec. Yo. What's up, everybody? I'm back. Yeah, the timer went off, but uh, I made it in time. The camera was still running, so I didn't lose any uh, footage, which is so fucking sick, dude. If you're just listening to the podcast, you don't care at all, but it's all good. I'm excited that I didn't lose any footage. Anyway, doesn't matter. What's up? Yeah, so keep the boundaries. If you have boundaries, let the person know what they are. Set up the rules in a relationship, man. Don't fuck yourself over by not doing that. You know? Anyway, did you, uh, I found out the other day, or I was thinking about the other day, uh, no, you know what, I wasn't thinking about it, I found out for a fact, this is true, you know Woody, uh, when he, he's, you know how he says I got a snake in my boot, I found out that the snake he's actually referring to is his penis, that his penis is so long that it goes all the way down his leg and drips down into his boot, that's what I found out. That Woody, Woody from Toy Story has that long snake dick, dude. He's got that long ass snake dick. Again, when Bo Peep and him start dating, though, he, 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 you know, they had rules. They had boundaries. <laughs> Bo Peep told Woody, hey, if there's a, sn- if there really is a snake in your boot, I don't want any other fucking toys messing with that snake but me, dude. If your snake is really so big it it dips into your boot, you better only fuck me with that thing and nobody else, okay, dude? I heard these sheep all day. I'm little fucking Bo Peep or adult Bo Peep. <laughs> I'm, I'm the adult toy Bo Peep and I heard my sheep all fucking day and I'm entitled to that fucking snake in your boot, Woody. Okay? You better fucking make that snake in your boot a Woody, Woody, and you better fuck me good tonight. And fuck nobody else. Those are my boundaries. Signed, Bo Peep. (laughs) That's what they did, dude. You got to do the same as Bo Peep and Woody. You got to set up the rules of your relationship. Okay? Otherwise, you'll end up single and alone like fucking Buzz, dude. To infinity and beyond. Yeah, you're talking about your depression and loneliness. It's never ending. (laughs) Oh, man. Speaking of Woody's, let's talk about Andrew Cuomo. (laughs) Let's talk about Andy Cuomo, dude. I've talked about Andrew Cuomo quite a bit on this uh, on this podcast over the course of the quarantine. Many different things about him. One of the things I was talking about was how I was annoyed that he got an Emmy. It was fucking weird and stupid. And now he's uh he's getting uh you know he's getting allegations, bro. He's getting me too. He's getting fucking he's getting bombarded. Also, isn't that like I guess now if you just get an award at an award show, there's a your percentage points of being a gross person go up astronomically. <laughs> The moment you get an Emmy or an Oscar or whatever the fuck, the statistics on you spike of like, well, you might be doing some sexual weird shit. You might be fucking bothering people that you work with. Yeah, man. So he's in he's in hot water right now. 
I don't really have. I mean, the main thing I got to say about it is like the he he. I heard his response for one of them because it's not an ongoing thing. He keeps saying new shit. I'm not paying attention to it. I'm not thoroughly paying attention to this story. Um, friends of mine have been looking at it, so I'll talk to them occasionally about it. But <clears throat> excuse me. But the thing, I guess, my only perspective on it is like the way he reacted was so Italian. <laughs> he had the most Italian response for one of them, where the 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 uh, the woman. Uh, was alleging that he that he was asking about her sexual life and if she ever fucked older men and like if she's monogamous with her current partner and you know he's coming on to her feeling her out trying to fucking you know it's your employee it's gross you shouldn't be doing that dude you shouldn't be doing that if you employ somebody you shouldn't be like hey by the way you fuck older men bro you shouldn't be doing that it's weird it's an uncomfortable gross thing to do you know, you got to look at it like this. The person who's working for you is just there to have an income. Okay. They're there because they want to eat food and live in their own home and, and, and not kill themselves. That's why they're there. So they don't need you to be trying to fuck them. <laughs> they don't need some old Guinea being like, yo, dude. So you fuck older guys or what? They don't need that. <laughs> Nobody needs that. Okay? I don't want an old Italian woman being like, hey, you fucking look pretty cute. I don't want it. Nobody wants it. If you, if you employ somebody and you're, uh, they're higher up, don't stop. Just stop. Anyway, but for the woman who alleged that, he um <laughs> he had the most Italian response possible. He was like, "I, ah, you know, I I I understand that she might have taken it a certain way, but I was uh, I just saw I always saw her as my as my mentee. I I always saw myself as a mentor to her. <laughs> I'm just mentoring her, you know. Sometimes when you're being a mentor to somebody, you gotta find out about their sexual history, sexual proclivity." And, you know, that seems disrespectful, but sometimes you got to establish a baseline of disrespect so that they know they can disrespect you. And in that way, you both respect each other through disrespect, which is actually, when you think about it, true respect. <laughs> what? What are you talking about, man? I mean, in reality, all he said was, you know, I always saw myself as a mentor to her and, you know, I'm sorry, you know, I... I don't even know if he said sorry. He's just like, I just, all the only thing I remember is him saying mentor. I, I just saw myself. It's just so Italian for a girl to be like, yeah, dude, that guy was like trying to fuck me and asking about my sexual history and I was uncomfortable. And he was like, nah, I was just your mentor. I'm just trying to mentor you. <laughs> he probably said that in the middle of, of asking about being gross. He was like, you know, what kind of, you know. You ever have sex with older men? You ever, are you monogamous with your boyfriend? Because I could be a mentor to you. Like that. Like he's using the gross thing 
in his apology, he's using the thing he probably used to be like, listen, dude, I could be a, I could fuck, we could fuck. Like he's using the same fucking words that he probably used in the moment. I don't know. She's very Italian. Listen, listen, you beautiful girl. You very, she's very good at what she does. I was just a mentor to her. Sometimes, you know, you're in the office, you're talking about the budget on something and then someone can misconstrue the budget as me being like, hey, do you want to go out for dinner tonight? I want to have sex. But really, I didn't say that. I was just saying, is there enough room in the budget for a date? But I wasn't. I wasn't actually asking if she wants to go on a date. I was just saying that, you know, if I if there was room in the budget, you know, this is the disrespect that has actually respect, you know, because I she I she's uh, my mentee and I love her. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if what I'm saying is making any sense. It just it also made me think of my dad because he's so he's like seventy. And my dad's like 60. Like they're both boomer Italians. And I just, it made me think of my dad. If he ever got like me too, that is at the butcher shop. He, he worked at. Listen, sometimes when you fucking, when you're a butcher, you know, and you're, you're, you're in close quarters and you're cutting meat. Some people can misinterpret what you mean when you say, pass me a leg of lamb. You know, I wasn't I wasn't saying anything inappropriate. I just thought she was an excellent butcher and I thought, you know, she cut meat real well. I wasn't it wasn't a sexual context at all. <laughs> no. Dude, my dad would never No. Thank God my dad's not a fucking creep. He's not. He's not. I'd be I would tell you if he was. No, my dad is the opposite. My dad is like if if a girl if a woman came up to him and showed any interest, first of all, he doesn't assume any interest in him at all ever. Which is probably I probably get that from him a little bit. I rarely I I in my head might be like that girl My dad doesn't have any of this. In my head I go that girl might like me. Well, now we're talking about different scenarios. We're not talking about being at fucking work. <laughs> I'm just talking about in the in in the wild in the world in general. I might think somebody likes me, but in my head I go, "Yeah, you're wrong. There's no way she does." My dad doesn't even think the the starting thing of like she might like me. My dad is just like he doesn't even process like dislike. He doesn't process people's affection or interest at all. He just is like, "You, you what's going on? You want to buy a leg of lamb or what?" <laughs> like if my dad was working with somebody. Like an attractive woman? He'd be like, listen, you gotta fucking cut this meat, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Or if he had like a customer. If if my dad was in a scenario where a woman was hitting on him. Or not even hitting on him. If it was if if there was a scenario where my dad was being talked to by a pretty woman and he was at the butcher shop, he would be like, So you gonna get a ribeye or what's going on right now? She'd be like, hey, hey, how's it going? And other people would be like, wow, it's a beautiful woman. And he's like, yeah, anyway, you're going to fucking, you want a filet mignon or what? And she's like, excuse me, what does that mean, filet mignon? You talking about, is that a euphemism? And he's like, euphemism? What are you talking about? Do you want a fucking porterhouse or what's going on? Do you want the fucking steak? I'm fucking, I got sausage links half price. What are you talking about? Euphemism. Euphem what's, a what's a euphemism? You talking about, you think I'm referring to my dick? Oh, what? Why would you even say that? Why would you even bring that up? How fucking dare you? 
My dad would be offended at the person thinking that he was trying to be offensive. How dare you? I'm trying to get you a porterhouse steak for half off. I'm trying to get you three, three fucking steaks for your whole family at a fucking severe discount. And you think I'm bringing up my Schwiedel? How fucking dare you? <laughs> yeah, it would never happen. <laughs> we got rotisserie hams in the back. I was going to throw that in if you're going to be a loyal customer and come to you every week. But now, since you fucking think I'm being a gross piece of... What do you think I'm a piece of shit? What am I, a toxic person? <laughs> fucking uh, Tony Soprano. What am I, a toxic person or something? Dude, that's heartbreaking when he says that in the show. Damn, dude. That fucking... That, that hits hard, dude. That just makes me think of, uh, you know other people I know <laughs> and they have moments like that you know the, here's the thing that show is so Italian but it also is just like very about like very much about masculine energy and um, and you know there's some I watch it being having been Italian and having Italian people have that masculine energy so I watch it going like, oh, this is what Italian people are like. But other people I know watch it and go, well, yeah, no, this is just like being a man in America. And I'm like, yeah, that's, I guess that is true. Uh, but the Italianness, I feel like, is a factor. I don't know. It's just like things Tony does are so much like my fucking dad. <laughs> like my dad has had that moment of like, what am I, a toxic person? Like someone being... Also, there's a thing that Tony does that is so incredible. Or James Gandolfini, I should say. James Gandolfini does this amazing fucking thing where he he yells at somebody in the show, and then right after it, he does this look of of total regret. He has this look on his face right after he's done yelling at somebody, where he kind of steps back a little bit and looks at the person, and you could see that he feels terrible for having yelled at the person. And that's that's my dad to a T. My dad will fucking get viciously angry, yell at someone, say the worst shit imaginable, and then he'll step back and look at you like, I shouldn't have said any of those things. But at that point, it's too late, man. You said the things. And that's also where the regret comes from. That's where the person, that's where, you know, James Gandolfini knew to portray that moment. That's where Tony Soprano, the character, has that moment, and where my father has that moment, where other fucking aggressive men have had that moment that's what that feeling is. It's, it's, it's the person looking at you like, damn, I shouldn't have fucking said it. I shouldn't have said it. And the reason why they have that regret is because they know that the things they said mattered. They know that the things they said are going to be taken in by the person. Even if they don't, even if they don't want you to take them in, they're going to be. And the person who says it acts as though you can just forget what was said, even though they can't. That's a fucking very Italian thing as well. I don't know if it's Italian or just men, masculine energy type thing, whatever. My dad does this and other Italian people in my family have done this, but they will fucking... It might not be a masculine thing because they're uh, Italian uh, female relatives of mine have done this as well. And I guess I've met women who've done this. Doesn't matter. Too much clarification. But it feels very Italian to me from seeing my aunts to my father to many Italians in my life do this. But it seems like a very Italian move to, to say a bunch of mean shit to somebody 
and then say, oh, I, I didn't mean any of it. I was just kidding. I didn't mean any of it. What do you mean? I didn't mean it. Right? But then simultaneously while having that opinion in your brain or like while wanting you saw us, an Italian person simultaneously wants someone to forget the, the evil shitty things they said to them. While at the same time, if you say anything remotely offensive or vicious to them, they'll never let it go ever. <laughs> How does a person who never lets anything go demand that you let shit go? How does that fucking work? How are you supposed to receive that as a person? When someone's like, you're a fucking piece of shit. And then 20 minutes later, they're like, I was just kidding, man. I never meant that. And then you, you just forget it. I didn't mean it. Forget it. How does the how does that person expect you to actually forget that when you told him last Tuesday, yo, your eyebrows look weird, and he still hasn't forgotten about it? How the fuck am I gonna forget being called a piece of shit when I told you when I told my dad, hey, you you know, you should walk more, and he's like, what does that mean, huh? You say I'm getting fat. You say I'm fucking fat, dude. <laughs> How, dude? How am I going to forget that? How am I going to forget the mean shit? I don't know. It's interesting. It's just funny. It's, 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 I don't know. It just consistently blows my mind, like the, how people can believe two polar opposite things at the same time. How people can, how people can have, how people can want you to behave in a way that they will never behave. It's fat. It's crazy. But I guess when you look at it from a point of view of a uh, son to a father or a father to a son, you know, it's the, it's, I guess part of it is like, as they're, as your parent, they want you to be, be better. They're saying that because they would, but is it better to, for, to, to, to let go of what someone says? I don't know. People say shit for a reason, man. And even if the person doesn't mean it, you heard it. And, 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 and the thing they said came from somewhere. And that's hard to let go of. You can't really let go of that. It's like a relationship. When you're in a bad relationship. When, you, when you're in a relationship and you're in love with the person. If shit goes down that's fucked up. If they do some fucked up shit to you. Even though you love each other. Even though you had a good relationship. That shit still happened. You know. And it changes. It changes things. If you're dating somebody and you call them a cunt, you can't just say after, I didn't mean that though. After a while, the person's going to be like, well, do you think I'm a cunt? <laughs> you know, you're saying it a lot. It's coming from somewhere. That thought is in your brain. There's a reason why the word came out of your mouth. You might regret it after, but you meant it when it, it came out of your fucking face. So, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Lady Gaga's dog I want to talk about. <laughs> While we're on the subject of my dad, let's talk about some uh, silliness. My dad, uh, so recently I was looking for dog walking jobs. I don't know if I said that on the podcast, but I was because, you know, a little while ago things were more dire for me than... Uh, than they are now. Crazy, man. A month ago. A month ago, things were much worse. <laughs> a 
for me than they are now, which is uh, just weird. It's weird how much things can change in the person's life in, in so little of time. But I was looking for dog walking jobs because I needed fucking money very badly. And, um, and I couldn't get one for the life of me. I applied to a ton of them. I heard from two of them. One of them I had an interview for, didn't fucking get. They ghosted me. Which I thought the interview went well, too. So, I uh, I don't know, man. Is that another gaslighting? Bro! No. <laughs> it's the opposite. They made me feel good. What's the word for that? Flowering you up, bro? No, that's fucking what? Blowing smoke up your ass. That's what that is. It's not gaslighting. What am I talking about? Blowing smoke. They blew smoke up my ass during the interview. They made it seem like I was fucking primo talent for dog walking. And then never heard from them again. And I text them like, hey, what's going on? No response. Uh, so, excuse me. Um, so, yeah. Fucking dead air, dude. Losing my train of thought. So, my dad just says to me, I was fucking... <laughs> I come downstairs and my dad's like... Uh... <laughs> my dad's like... Uh... A hey, good thing you didn't get that dog walking job. And I was like, what? Or no, no, no. That's not what he said. He said, <laughs> let me tell the fucking story. Right. Um, so I walk in, I walk into the living room where my parents are. And, uh, my dad goes, did you hear what happened? I go about what? He goes, did you hear what happened about that dog walker? I was like, no. And my dad's like, tell, tell him what happened to my mom. Mom goes, oh, Lady Gaga's dog walker uh, got shot. They tried to steal her dogs, and then, and then they shot the dog walker. <laughs> and I was like, because I knew what was coming. I knew what was going uh, coming. I know my father. I knew exactly what was coming. And I go, okay. So, so what do you, what do you mean? And my dad goes, well, good good thing you didn't get that dog walking job. <laughs> Good thing you didn't get that dog walking job because you would have been fucking somehow the dog walker of Lady Gaga and you would have been shot. Good thing you didn't get that dog walking job in New York on the Upper East Side because if you got that, they would have placed you with fucking Lady Gaga somehow and you would be the one who shot, bro. And I said, so I said to him, as I always do, what does that mean? <laughs> I said, what does that mean? I don't... I, I wouldn't have been they wouldn't I wouldn't have been walking Lady Gaga's dog. It goes, yeah, but you would have been on the upper east upper east side walking like rich people's dogs. So you know. So you know. No, I don't know, dude. What's somebody gonna fucking hold one of the upper east side dogs for ransom for 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 what? They don't have. I mean, they have money, but like. I don't know. I guess it could happen, but it wouldn't have happened. It's so fucking... That's not a common thing for people to fucking shoot dog walkers to to abduct their dogs. It's very rare, and it probably mostly happens with celebrities if it's going to happen to anybody. Not some fucking rich lawyer on the Upper East Side. It's not... Okay? No one's going to steal a surgeon's dog for ransom. No one gives a fuck. So anyway... My dad says that, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, all right, whatever. And then my mom, and then I said to my mom, I go, you know, because my mom goes, yeah, it's weird. They took, they shot the guy, and then they didn't even take the dogs. Like, they they, they had the dogs, and then they let them go. And I go, oh, yeah, well, you know what probably happened was, 
they probably got, they probably tried to steal the dogs and the dog walker put up a fight or was like, no, I'm not doing that. So then they ended up shooting them and they didn't want to shoot anybody. Like that wasn't part of the plan. So then they had the dogs and they freaked out and they just let them go. And my mom goes, oh yeah, well they probably also freaked out because they found out it was Lady Gaga's dogs. <laughs> I was like, what? She was like, they probably freaked out because they found out it was Lady Gaga's dogs. Like they probably didn't. Like what? What? Are, like what's the? What are the odds that you end up stealing Lady Gaga's dogs? And I was like, what do you? That was what? <laughs> It was unfathomable to me. I was like, mom, they, they, they abduct, they knew it was Lady Gaga's dogs. That's why they were trying to get those specific dogs. And she was like, well, no, I mean those kinds of dogs. Cause they were like Canadian bulldogs or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. I don't know breeds of dogs, but it was like two bulldogs. And she's like, well, those dogs are expensive. Like you'd get money from anyone. Like, like anybody who owns those dogs probably has money. I go, yeah, but she goes, yeah, but like, so many people have dogs that look like that. How would they know it's Lady Gaga's? I was like, they probably saw him on Instagram or something. I don't know. But there's no way that the there's no way that it's a coincidence that these two dudes shot Lady Gaga's dog walker and were trying to steal Lady Gaga's dogs. No. They knew the dogs. They were trying to abduct her to hold the dogs for ransom. They accidentally ended up shooting this guy because things didn't go the way they wanted to. They freaked out. Now now they got a fucking they think a homicide on their hands because they fucking shot. They they don't know if the guy's dead or not. So they abandon the dogs. They freak out. They're like, what are we going to do? That's what happened. It's a fucking. Now that, that the dog walker didn't die, he got he got shot, but he survived. Now that he survived, that's going to be a movie. Guaranteed. That's going to be some weird comedy. Fuck it. I'll write it, dude. But that's going to be a comedy someday. Where where two two buffoons on hard times try and steal Lady Gaga's dog and it goes very wrong. I mean, to be honest with you, it doesn't sound like a bad plot. It sounds like a good time kind of plot. If you had the Safety Bros make that movie, it could be good time, uh, uncut gems level. I don't know, dude. The Safety Boys got to get on that. And because I am putting two and two together on this, you guys got to fucking pull me on as a writer. You got to do it, Safety Bros. The Safety Bros have to fucking get me. Dude, Safties, if you're listening right now, we got to team up. I will write the script for this Lady Gaga dog walker abduction thriller. I will write the script up and you can direct the fuck out of it and it'll be a great time, dude. I'll play one of the dog walkers. It'll be sick. Dude, I'm telling you. Let's make it fucking happen, boys. Uh, no, but that would be sick. But it was so funny to see my dad say something very stupid and my mom, like, laugh at him for saying something stupid. And then moments later, my mom said something equally stupid. And then my dad looked at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it just goes to show you that they are a match made in heaven. They're a perfect match. They're a perfect fucking match. They're both losing their minds entirely together. Here's the thing, though. My mom, I think she said she said that because she's losing it. But my dad would have said that whether he was like 20 years old or fucking 50 years old. He just that's how his brain works. <laughs> he puts things together that don't make any sense. And uh, that's also a very Italian thing to do. Yeah, uh, I think that's it for fucking. Yeah, one second. The timer.
What else did I write down? Eh. What time is it? I think that's it for the pod. Yeah, that's it this week. All right. I had a great time. A little bit of a shorter one this week, but I had a lot of fun. Uh, as always, man, like, share, subscribe, rate and review on iTunes. Uh, yeah, dude. I love doing this podcast, man. And uh, I love the fact that anybody fucking listens. And uh, if you've been listening for a long time consistently, you're fucking awesome, dude. You're part of this exclusive club, dude. And we're having a good time. And uh, thank you for listening. I love you guys. And I'll see you next week. Jake, you're an idiot. Jake, you don't make any sense. Jake, you're a piece of shit. of shit